0: What's happening weirdos? Oops. Oh, you do it. No, you can do whatever for- once I in a while. I forgot. That's okay. Shit.
1: But I also do want to know what is
0: happening, weirdos. Ooh, very nice. <laughs> mm. Talking on these new mother microphones, new, mic- new, new mics. New mics sounds even mother and better. And they self-bleep. And they self <laughs> mother motherfucking no, <laughs> m- fucking bleep. <laughs> you you bleeped mother. Hey, what's up, mother? fucker <laughs> i can't do it um this is a great episode a special episode i think really really needed yeah and really beautiful
1: special kind of in the way of like this week on a very special episode yeah a little I'm... bit a little
0: yeah. bit and it's it a was a little after school special and it was well it was great mm-hmm. um a couple things to plug first of all thank you to everybody that watched how we roll uh which premiered on the 31st it's now all streaming
1: four point one million of you Ooh, okay. watched it live right. i'll I'll say the number
0: that, well which is amazing it's and if we keep that up we get to keep i get to keep doing my favorite showbiz job of all time yeah. and and i really loved watching it i hope you guys love watching it if you haven't seen it yet uh not i, I don't mean to say not too late to help us out but i mean if you want to watch it it's on Paramount Plus right now. Mm-hmm. Please check it out. Would mean so much. It's called How We Roll or or it's on the CBS app as well. But thank you. I meant to just say thank you to everybody that already did watch it. And thank you so much. Um, Largo dates to plug up top. April 5th, which is coming up, uh, we will be at Largo, which is going to be an amazing show. And then another one on April 22nd, mm-hmm. Largo-LA.com for tickets to either of those. And then on April 23rd, I am going to be in Austin, Texas, for one night for the, as part of the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. So come out, Austin! It's going to be great. No need teeth to eat my beef. Uh, <laughs> hope to see you on April twenty third for the Moon Tower Comedy Fest. Just one show, Pete Holmes and friends. Hope to see you there. It's going to be awesome. I'm really excited. I haven't I haven't toured yeah. at all. Yeah, and this I wouldn't huge. tour uh, except I really. It sounds so fun. I it's it's really going to be special. Um, All right. And if you like the show, try a Pete's pick like my Ultimate Ears fits true wireless custom fit earbuds from Ultimate Ears. I don't know if you heard me there. Custom fit. These are dope. These come out of the box. You hook them up to the app. You put them in your ear. They're in ear earbuds and they kind of they sort of fit, but then they heat up. Are you listening? They heat up like purple LED lights. Form the earbuds to your unique ear shape your unique ear shape this is some cool ass stuff i mean we rely so much on our devices but we forget about the hardware we're born with like our ears Uh, just like our fingerprints no two are exactly alike what are the chances that your earbuds are going to fit made by some random company for some random fit model's ear I see you out there, everybody, with your with your uniquely shaped ear holes. People with the earbuds that have to go in kind of sideways. Sometimes you see them going in completely upside down. Well, U-Ear Fits, Ultimate Ear Fits, True Wireless, Custom Fit Earbuds are here to change all of that. I loved, it's worth it just for the unboxing and the fitting experience. You take it out. They're sort of amorphous. They look like these sort of gelatinous cubes. I mean, it's firm, but it's like a morph. You put them in, pretty snug. You get them as snug as you can, which I think is the coolest part. Get them in there, and then press the button on the app. Purple LEDs, heat up that plastic, and boom. It's like It's best described with a sound effect. Not only do they fit perfectly, they're water resistant. They sound amazing, a perfect fit in 60 seconds and they're so comfortable you can wear them all day long while you listen to podcasts like this one or listen to incredible music they are built on industry-leading expertise trusted by pro musicians and hi-fi enthusiasts for over 25 years they're engineered to provide a full warm sound with a tight punchy low end and you can set custom eq presets to the app as well play pause music even answer calls with the built-in controls and use the free app to set custom actions like voice assistant volume adjustment and more they are the most comfortable best sounding earbuds that I've ever found and why wouldn't they be they're the only ones that (laughs) and do it just right if you try fits and you don't love them as much as I do no worries ultimate ears offers a 30-day money-back guarantee Plus, you'll get free shipping, free returns, and a one-year warranty. So, try them out and show your support of this podcast. So, when you do, be sure to use promo code WEIRD at ue.com slash fits to get your pair of UE fits. That's ue, like ultimateears.com slash fits and use promo code WEIRD to get incredibly sound, incredible sound, incredible fit, and to show your support of this podcast. Last but not least, we have Joy Mode, which I've been enjoying. Enjoying my joy mode! Remember the last time you were at a gas station and you saw those horribly branded erection pills? Yeah, they they they're terrible. They look like tattoo they look like temporary tattoos. There's like a cougar growling and explosions behind it. But you ever take a second to see what's in those products? They're terrible. They're terrible for you. The same goes for most of the products on the market that claim to help men in bed, but who wants a four hour erection or nasty side effects, heart problems, and a possible trip to the hospital just to get rid of that thing? And me? Joy Mode is here to save the day. Whether you're happy or unhappy with your performance in the bedroom, who doesn't want to perform even better? Joy Mode sexual performance booster is like a pre-workout, but for sex. And wouldn't you rather take a supplement designed to spice things up naturally rather than a prescription drug that can have harmful side effects down the road? I know I would. Natural all the way. But I'm here to tell you firsthand. 1st uh, first, firsthand, let's say firsthand, it absolutely works and it doesn't have ingredients that make you feel crazy or weird about them. You know what I'm saying? Natural. You go to great lengths to biohack, biohack your way to better mental and physical performance, but what about the bedroom? Joy Mode makes natural and science-backed sexual wellness products for men. Their sexual performance booster is like a pre-workout, like I said, but for sex, it is filled with incredible clinically supported doses of lots of things I can't can't uh, pronounce. L-citrulline, arginine, oh, I'm doing pretty good, Yoshimbean, Yoshimbean, Mario's friend? And vitamin C. This is Mario's friend. <laughs> do, 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 do. It was created with best-in-class scientists and biochemistry PhDs. After taking the sexual performance booster, blood levels of arginine and yohimbine. Yohimbine. There he is again. Will increase which will directly promote nitric oxide production, penile tissue, relaxation, and increased drive. Meanwhile, the antioxidant action of vitamin C will protect nitric oxide from oxidative degradation, which enhances the blood flow, promoting activity of nitric oxide. Basically, this is saying it gets blood flow going specifically to the penis, resulting in better performance. Joy Mode was created because the products on the market are terrible and they knew they could do better prescriptions come with side effects and the -the over-the-counter stuff are sketchy and fraudulent plus uh, you know a lot of guys take both because they don't have a better option but now you do you can take it in six to eight ounces of water it's a powder Uh, you stir it up you get it down in you just like an electrolyte packet 45 minutes later uh, 45 minutes to four hours is your window uh, of prime activity I found it kicked in very very quickly blood flow better erection quality and firmness and increased sex drive and energy so if you want to spice things up in the bedroom and boost your sexual performance and do it naturally without nasty prescription drugs we have a special offer for weirdos for the you made it weird audience go to usejoymode.com usejoymode.com slash weird or enter weird at checkout for 20 percent off your first order That's usejoymode.com slash weird for 20% off your first order. And thank you to Joy Mode. All right, everybody. Hope to see you at Largo April 5th, April 22nd, or in Austin on April 23rd for the Moon Tower Comedy Fest. Uh, And please watch how we roll on the Paramount Plus or the CBS app now. It would mean so much to me. And in the meantime, enjoy We Made It Weird number
1: 80.
0: 80, I do believe I I failed you. you. Idiot. I'd love to have Sarah McLaughlin on the pod.
1: Oh yeah,
0: I had her poster in my dorm room.
1: I used to, tr- I used to actually take baths by candlelight and listen to that album.
0: Uh, I still put on the Freedom Sessions, which is like, I don't know what they are. They're like some special producer, and it's like a bunch of her songs they're kind of stripped down. I love it. Calms Leela down, comes Dada down. Amazing. Bath and candles. Baby.
1: Baby. All
0: right, Val. Get into it. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: Do we sound incredible? We did about a hundred million sound checks.
0: We did so many sound
1: checks. And then as soon as we started to maybe kind of bicker, we just went, this is fine.
0: We weren't Well, was it a bicker?
1: It wasn't a bicker, but we We were- We just had
0: differing opinions. I was like, sound boomy and close and loud, and you were like, sound like you're in a room, and like, maybe you're listening to me. (laughs) Like, I'm one of the- It it was very feminine (laughs) to me. It was like, I'm one of the options of things you might listen to. Like, maybe people tune in for the ambient sound. I'm just like, (laughs) you gotta get in loud, and you gotta be like, what's happening, motherfuckers? Let's talk about Monster Truck Rally coming down to Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's that if I is, get real close.
1: That is true. That like our, our preferences were matching our personalities. Cause I want us <clears> I don't want us to sound like we're in a, uh, that we're speaking in a microphone. I want it to sound like you, the listener are in the room with us. That's great. And
0: it's, natural. you know what, man, you know what, man, I'm just like a big thing late of late as you- of late, <laughs> I
1: don't know why. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> My friend John F. O'Donnell. I'm, I've said this before, but he laughs like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not his only laugh. <laughs> oh, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I caught
1: myself not trying, trying to not be judgmental. There,
0: well, it's beautiful. There I feel was
1: neutral about that laugh.
0: <laughs> you are a delight and a Krispy Kreme donut. Oh, Ooh, fresh. Ooh, fresh.
1: Do you remember? See, you're Do East you Coast, remember? so you're Dunkin'. <clears throat> you
0: Duncan kid. You Duncan. By the way, who eats donuts at Dunkin' Dun- I I it, it's always I don't know everybody a goes, lot of people.
1: Everybody treats it like a coffee millions, shop.
0: Hundreds of millions eat donuts. my I think my dad eats donuts every day. I I'm not sure. <laughs> I think you might eat a donut every day. A bear claw. Give me a bear claw. Give me two, uh, two. My dad doesn't get a lot of scratchers, but it's fun for, (laughs) I'll have two lot of scratches, two bear claws, and five pumps of cream in a small coffee cup. No coffee. (laughs) Five pumps cream, one one sweet and low, no coffee. (laughs) I uh, like sir. sweet milk. I like, sweet, I like milk. Sweet, I'm a sweet milk. I'm a baby boy. I'm a baby boy. And if you could heat it up just to my mommy's temperature, <laughs> yikes! Ninety-eight point six degrees, please. I get please? A, look, uh, I don't want to freak you out, but can I get five pumps of cream, half a sweet and low, and can you heat it up to to ninety-eight point six? and then he has like i don't know why does this have to be my dad let's make it anybody else
1: well i just yeah any boston man that any boston
0: man that's
1: the fun it's it's kind of like woke dad like our game where woke dad you have like a a dad in a boston accent say really like sensitive sensitive, tender things absolutely i love it
0: uh i Speaking of my dad, he texted something about how his so how we roll premiered this week, which was super fun to watch. Congratulations! Oh, oh, did I walk into my own surprise party that I just planned?
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. Surprise. <laughs> God. Are we supposed to still say surprise?
0: <laughs> little Coco Maloke, Don't worry, you can't get it over the airwaves. Just <laughs> no, have a little lingering it. cough.
1: We're through it. <laughs> but well, I, I, I got the full brunt of that cough.
0: Yeah, that was like a Dyson bladeless fan of, of my <laughs> lingering cough, which is kind of in was your that, direction. Is that cough Dyson? <laughs> was that bladeless? <laughs> Miles Bennett Dyson, who creates uh, Skynet, uh, this is a Terminator reference. Oh! Also made these bladeless fans and uh, pretty good vacuum cleaners. <laughs> uh, listen, it was so many things. Uh, it premiered, and my dad texted me, and I, I, I just noticed. First of all, the thing I'm trying to do is notice that I'm wrong. Mm. Uh, we'll we'll nail that one down. Meaning you are. I'm just as I get older. Every maybe every other maybe two for them, one for you. Like mix it up. Uh, Yeah, let's do what Val thinks sounds good because like, (laughs) it's just, first of all, it sucks to think that you're right about everything. Mm. And I think even the greats, even like Paul Thomas Anderson on set of his movies, I'm sure there are some things that are non-negotiable, but there are a lot of things that he's just in that flow following the actors, following the set design, whatever it might be, collaborating. yeah, and I never I never really saw much of I never had much of a model <clears throat> for that and I'm trying to make up for it by by willingly uh, uh, what's the word uh, consciously, like deliberately going, Okay, I think it sounds better like Howard Stern. You think it sounds better like easy, like in the room? Uh, let's go with Val. Mm-hmm. But not like, let me go with Val because this is my wife and it be nice. It's like, yeah. she's probably right. Like, <laughs> it's such a relief.
1: Yeah. Like, shut
0: up. What do you think? Yeah. Like, what are you, a child? You think everything you think is right? Like, shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut up. My dad said. They were so nice about it. They were so sweet. I know I can complain about them. But he did say like, you didn't seem nervous.
1: <laughs> yeah, not. it was like not one scene seemed nervous. Nervous.
0: Which I then texted to Katie Lowe's who plays, because she sent me something her dad said. Which she was, plays your wife. Plays my wife on the show. And then her dad said something very sweet. And then I said, this is what my dad said. And I'm kind of like, ha ha, look at, look at my funny dad. Mm. And she was like that's adorable like yeah and I was like right yeah sometimes you just you can't see what you're seeing because what you see through is covered it's like stained glass yep it's like red and pink and you zoom out and it's like Jesus on a surfboard like shooting an AK I don't know why but it's shooting love bullets yeah oh. <sighs> But uh, what I'm saying is you, everybody has their worldview that those two things are actually kind of related is like, mm-hmm. let down, let go of the feeling that you're always right. Cause it's, it's like a gift. It's a vacation you can take at any moment. Right. It's just acknowledging that other people have their experience and it's beautiful to just be like, you know what? I'm just going to dissolve like a bath bomb mm-hmm. and, and, and know that your, your opinion is valid as well. And also I'm going to try to look at things like not so connected which is what we had to do with the show sorry i know i'm talking a lot but like we watched the pilot twice mm-hmm. and the first time i was thinking about it cuz every mm-hmm. scene is a memory every take i'm noticing which take they chose and all that stuff and, and and it was hard for me to you know actually see it and then we watched it again and i was able to see it in the same way my dad texts me and i'm like dad you're not nervous <laughs> come, on, <laughs> come on, buddy. <laughs> and then somebody else just goes like, it's kind of adorable. Like, what a cute dad thing to say. Yeah. Like, he cares. Like, Yeah,
1: he's trying to find a specific compliment and yes. that's what he's that's what came up
0: and he's imagining that it must be nerve-wracking yeah which actually brings me to the other thing i want to hear your thing on crispy Kreme donuts but i wanted to talk about oh, like
1: no. i have uh, so many things to say since then
0: <laughs> oh good let's hear all of them I, I i i want to talk about like unconscious things like the t- I'm feeling tense. I, I, we just have been for a lot of reasons. Val, Val and Pete have gone through it's a tough week. A,
1: a, two weeks. It's been two weeks. It's been a lot of life in the last two weeks.
0: And I realize that my strategy, my just—it's not a chosen strategy. It's just what my brain, body, everything does—is I only deal with what's happening. Mm-hmm. So if we're like, okay, Le- Leela got COVID. And then we're like, you're like, what are we going to do? And I'm like, what do you mean? What are we? I don't say that, (laughs) but I'm like, what do you mean? What are we going to do? We're going to, we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just thinking like nothing is wrong right now. Yeah. But I'm not very good at forecasting like, but it's going to get really old being with a three and a half year old. Where you can't go anywhere. You can't go to the playground. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't run your kid. We we have a very small yard. We don't have like yeah. our we, own gym for the baby. And we
1: have a very energetic kid. We
0: don't have one of those like yes. I'm just
1: going to sit and read and draw. No,
0: she's like Cobra <laughs> Kai, man. She's flipping. <laughs> she's got the skull makeup. I don't I don't know if, if that means she's evil, but she's intense. <laughs> she's got a, she does break us like a dictator. She
1: breaks us. Uh, she ch- intentionally tries to bully us into submission.
0: And we said it's because she's bored. Like yeah. she's only been with us you said yeah. this we love her unconditionally like she feels we...
1: so safe in our love and
0: then she's like i'm gonna start fucking with this person <laughs> like, yeah. I, like what i think about it as a dmt trip all the time like imagine if you went into an alternate <clears throat> sorry alternate universe right that was actually something stuck in my throat for those keeping covid score, that just felt like a, a tickle in my pickle you go into this alternate reality okay mm-hmm. Where like when you move your left hand, time moves backwards. And when you move your right hand, time moves forwards. The default color is black, not mm-hmm. just like clear. It's like black with like purple lines and everything strange. And and you smell feelings. And when you burp, like food is given. But it doesn't look like food. It looks like bees. What I'm saying is... <laughs> you would be so disjointed in that reality and then these two benevolent beings yeah. show up yeah and you recognize them as as something
2: mm-hmm. i
0: mean even that is generous like it took lila a long time to recognize us as separate things yeah from one another from her mm-hmm. but these benevolent beings show you the ropes and they're very nice but you're always making mistakes like like a bowl of tapioca is floating in front of you and we're from earth so you eat it and they're like no no Like, you know, it's like, he he almost ate the power source of the universe. Like, I told you we shouldn't. So, like, and then those beings usher you. Like, if you see a photo of Tony Danza floating... (laughs) don't touch it, swipe it, swipe it. That's how you go to sleep. <laughs> you know? And you're like, what? <laughs> um, and we've been doing that for the baby for a really long time. And then at a certain point, she put it together that we will never hurt her. Yeah. We don't even, like our worst is Leela like that's as bad. Yeah. As, that's the 10.
1: That's, as, that's 10. <clears throat> that's
0: 10 right now. Uh, I, I'm just saying that because maybe some parents are like, just wait, just wait. Yeah. I want a cup of cream, heat it up. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom had extra sweet. So put in the full sweet and low. Oh, <laughs> nasty. Uh, <laughs> she's fucking with us is the, is the whole point.
1: Yeah. She, she's figured out that like, we're obsessed with her. We're not, we're not going anywhere. We're not going to like. There's nothing from us to be afraid of.
0: So she just The worst that we do is just to
1: not give her what she wants, but that has nothing to do with like her behavior. Yeah. So she's not, there's no consequences.
0: She's living in a (laughs) consequence-free environment where two benevolent beings have shown up to to show her how to live. Yeah. And and 10 10 days, like this is what I want. I actually wrote it down. Like for all of the self-help or whatever you want to call it the woo woo the like let your feelings in or if you're me like just take a sauna and like drink some salt water and do a flip and <laughs> like you'll feel great yeah like it, i think it's really important honest and balancing to just be like we are we got our butt kicked yeah. by 2 weeks indoors at sick as a family with no resources, no options, yeah and your boy's strategy of like only deal with what's happening,
1: <laughs> my boy your boy mm-hmm.
0: really, like it builds up piece by piece by piece, like mm. uh, there will be blood <clears throat> slowly, slowly, and then I break what
1: mm, I bumped the microphone with your face with my finger well, I, I, I think that'll be okay. My hair.
0: Look, it didn't even show up Uh.
1: These are real professional microphones.
0: Well, one of the things... So our friends at Blue gave us these microphones, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a promo code for y'all to, to get Blue microphones. So not only do they sound great, but now I can I can take notes and, and I did that extra loud. And the mic won't pick it up. That was right. one of the things they noticed. Isn't that nice? Ah, I They love. reached out and they were like you got to up your mic game. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. dude. Now we got these arm mics. Like Mm -hmm. we look like a real studio. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I wanted to say, and I wanted to share because I know we have friends that are going through rough patches, rough. And those rough patches might be six months. Yeah. Just like aloneness. Or two years. Or two years. (laughs) Yeah. That won't go. Yes, we have friends like that for sure. And in that, you know, in that, framework it it seems silly to complain about two weeks but I wrote down not working I just wanted to say like it's been a humbling and good experience to have all of these feelings that I don't want Mm. feelings of helplessness feelings of stuck like being stuck being trapped Mm -hmm. um, having absolutely no time to do anything for yourself mm-hmm. uh, whatsoever.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a, a pending and increasing feeling of getting behind mm-hmm. and then getting behind on what you're getting behind and getting behind on the, the blah, 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 blah and It just keeps building. And then you just sort of break.
2: Yeah.
0: And even though I love this time to encourage and to share what's working, I also was excited and eager to report that this week I had moments where I was like, it was my birthday and, and, and we, were, we were, you know, trapped, trapped inside. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't go to dinner. We couldn't see friends. Mm-hmm. We couldn't, we couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So we're just in this house and we, and we had an idea of going to an Airbnb just to change the scenery. And because our symptoms were gone and, you know, it was safe.
1: It was past five days, which is what they recommend for Vax people. Yes.
0: And it was way past that for uh, Lee. And, and so we're in the house, obviously keeping to ourselves. We didn't see other people. But, and the house was small. Yeah, The furniture was small. The ceilings were low. The, the shower head was like well above, uh, below my nipples. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, and I I just, I, I took notes. I really wrote down. I was like, your boy, meaning you, Valerie, your boy <laughs> hates feeling unwelcome. Mm-hmm. He hates feeling trapped. Mm-hmm. And he hates feeling like he doesn't have any options. Like mm-hmm. he loves feeling like he could do anything. That's that's why I get so excited about all these things that we can do to improve ourselves. Mm-hmm. But when you when you have access to none of them, it did sort of break us. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to share that and not yeah. make an apology for it and not be like, you know, looking back again like the the things we talk about in the show did help. Yeah. Like when I was when I was noticing that I was really building a story, it's my birthday mm-hmm. and yet here I am playing the dino dana ipad game Mm -hmm. for the 50th time (laughs) you know like in a a house that i keep bumping my head on shit Mm -hmm. you just i just was like yes i can say yes to this and yes Mm -hmm. that helps Mm -hmm. and also on the human plane for everyone listening sometimes uh we get broken yeah and i and i want i don't want to be regis and kathy and sound like we uh Mm -hmm. you know never get there
1: yeah i i really feel like Jack, I mean, Jack Cornfield says that basically I've heard him say, you know, when, you know, he's been practicing and devoted to this practice for probably 40 years at least. And he says that the only difference is that the lag time between um, noticing, wow, I was really caught up there. And being able to return to the present, you know, like it's just that, that time maybe gets shorter. Yes. The time that you are caught, uh, caught in it gets shorter, but you're still getting caught. Like there's no, and I just really have been thinking this is the way that it is. So that can't be bad, bad. Like, that's the way that it is. Are, am I going to just be constantly seeing that as like a flaw and working against that? That feels like a life of resistance.
0: And a life of resistance to life itself. To
1: reality, to the reality, nature of reality. Yeah. It's actually really funny because I know I read you this quote, but I'm going to well, share. I wanted to. And then I'll share that I, so I had a great, I mean, great meaning, just what I needed. <coughs> Conversation
0: with. I don't know why I'm coughing so much. Sorry, everybody.
1: Our friend, um, my friend Lisa Gunger. She's our friend, but she's also like my best friend. So <laughs> I think she gets first credit as your my friend. best
0: friend, my friend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we really need to <laughs> we draw, really need to a bra- get this specific. A,
1: yeah. um, she's like, was having a hard time yesterday. I was having a really hard time yesterday, which I'll share more about. And we were, it was one of those conversations where you're like, both of us are very spiritual. We love to talk about the things that we're learning, the things that we're working on, how to perceive this time of suffering, all of that. And this was one of those great conversations where it was just us complaining and being like, what the fuck? Mm. What, what is this design? And I kept being like, I know that it's, seasonal, but she specifically, it's like, it just feels like it's seasonal. All right. So like, let's move on to the next season. This one has been a very long time. (laughs) I'm so
0: glad. I want to hear this quote and I want you to read it. But like, that is what I've been feeling too, Mm -hmm. is when I'm in this, uh, we could call it a malaise or just sort of like, just kind of feels like you're in the desert and it's a sandstorm and you can't really see that far ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And you can't see other people. It's a little bit isolating. And it's a little bit like, where it, where's the juice? Yeah, Where's the, like, joy? Mm-hmm. Why don't I look at trees and go like, oh, God, look at that. Mm-hmm. Or the sky. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have blinders on. Yeah. I, I'm just, like, up my own butt. And I don't even mean up my own butt in the way I'm normally up my own butt, which is, like, thinking about how you know, consciousness is everything or whatever it might be. That's like navel-gazing at my butt. I just mean I'm up my butt, like, checking my fucking email constantly, checking my text, looking for it, trying to, as we always say, it's a Nate Craig bit, when you lose in Vegas, he's like, don't try to win it back at the buffet.
2: Mm.
0: Like, they have the free buffets, so don't, like, overeat at the buffet because you're going to have diarrhea is basically the bit. we, We say... Don't win it back at the buffet Mm
2: -hmm.
0: more than almost any, other, certainly any other bit. Mm -hmm. And it's Nate Craig who did this (laughs) podcast uh, a while ago. Super funny guy. Uh, Visitor's locker room is his podcast. Anyway, (laughs) I've been trying to win it back at the buffet. Like I'm losing overall, but I keep looking for these micro hits or whatever. But as I'm in the sandstorm, this is my point. Sorry. Was I'm like, I've been here before. I know I'm here all the time. And you mentioned that it's usually around this time of year.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, around this time of year, we, we always have... It's usually January or February. It came a month late just to like trick us, I feel like. Um, we have like a month where we're having to like go to the emergency room for Lila and then some, and then one of us gets sick and then something else bad happens. And it's like a real, when it rains, it pours. Mm -hmm. And it is like a very winter specific kind of feeling. And, each year I try more and more to just lean into the winter of it and be like, yeah, this is death and mortality. Lean into the
0: winter of it. That's it, mama.
1: And and just accept and know that it's seasonal. And that is the one thing that I was able to do during this time was I really was able to, it's kind of the only thing I was able to do. I lost all sort of staying present, staying with my breath, you know, but. I was able to remember that life is always changing and this is not going to last.
0: Right, why would this be any different?
1: Yeah, and and it, <clears throat> that brought enough comfort to help me get through it.
0: Um and we were saying cuz we finally Leela is back at school and last night we were able to have dinner together and it was really special mm-hmm. and I I was even noticing I was like this is better because of what we just went through, mm-hmm. just a simple dinner mm-hmm. where we were able to talk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, again? Yeah, It's like forgetting, I forget the seasons all the time. Like summer starts creeping in and I'm like, oh right, summer. Mm-hmm. There's like a time when it's hot.
1: Yeah, because huh. you, this goes back I'm to your thing about just, which just has today. its strengths and is very, it's, a, it's a, something that I'm trying to, to get more of, because I think you really want the balance of being able to, yes, to just deal with what's in front of you, with also one eye on maybe the bigger picture.
0: Well, the, I want to get to your poem. I, I think one of the reasons why I like I need everything. I sound so pinched as I say this, but I want to know where the phone chargers are. I want to know where my Apollo charger is. I want to know uh where my food is or where the how I'm going to cold plunge or whatever it might be so I can then do my preferred style of just focusing on what's in front of me because mm-hmm. if those things aren't in front of me they become what's in front of me and I can't tell you how many days I've wasted Wasted, but you know, not done what I wanted to do because I was just trying to set up the environment. Like you said this yesterday, we laughed so hard. You're like, we're soft creatures. We need things. We need things. Meaning
1: specifically, you You and and me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and Val are soft ass people. And like, there's, I, I, you have a lot of grit in certain areas. I certainly can find a a, a courage place or a strong place and go without in certain situations. But like in our natural state, we're jellyfish and we, and we need stuff. Like, even as I'm saying that, I'm like, where, like the shower at our Airbnb didn't get hot. And I was like, like, it made me (laughs) so sad. I was just like, I just what a hot shower. <laughs> like, because it, it it does sound like ADD ish where it's like, I need these things lined up. Mm. That's why I'm always about that morning routine. I need this chair mm-hmm. that, that I fucking fit in mm-hmm. so I can read. And then if I'm in the chair and I don't fit in it, that becomes the activity finding a chair mm-hmm. and then the reading time was just chair time and now, and now everything falls apart and you can't you can't do anything
1: yeah it's always it goes back to that balance of knowing that we have some agency towards how we feel meaning we know that things that promote well-being like meditation and Um, reading something that inspires us and being in nature and exercise, those things can cultivate well-being. And at a certain point, of course, that's going to, our brains are going to kidnap those methods and use them as, I can control reality as long as I have these things. That's right. Then I can always feel good and connected. And that's just what our brain's way of protecting us is, it it thinks that it can control reality so that we always feel good.
0: Right. And that's what I've been having.
1: And everybody has that in different ways. <laughs> Sometimes that's addiction. If As long as I have this substance, I can always feel good yes. or this food or whatever. Our brains are just... Hot shower. That's its... Yeah. That's yeah. its main job. And that's what I'm always trying to work towards is being able to accept that it's clearly not the design to always feel good. And I think it's confusing because sometimes we have spiritual teachers like Eckhart Tolle who, you know, are gumming at it from the angle of like, but if you're always present, then you always feel good. And then you're like, okay, so then our brains kidnap that idea. Okay. So right. this is the secret of always feeling good. And I don't know, right now I'm just more in a phase of life where I'm like, what if I can just accept that that's not the design? I'm not meant to be happy all the time.
0: Well, Eckhart, yes, sorry.
1: I, there are these things that I can do that can promote well-being. Um, and go ahead. I just, no. What were you going to say? No. No, I want to know what you were going to say.
0: I just remember he, he's, he's like, doing being present isn't going to make you happy while you're dying. He goes, it's impossible to be happy while you're dying.
2: Mm, And I I
0: really appreciated that because I I sort of thought that he was a guy that was like, no, 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 just just always be present and you'll always be happy. He was like, but you can be at peace even if you're suffering and you're miserable. And I think that's what you're talking about is like we were, and I had brief moments of that where I would laugh, you know, because you laugh. I'm like, look at you. It's your birthday. Mm. Uh, you uh, please don't feel bad for me pointing this out. You had something that you had to do for a couple hours, mm-hmm. so I was alone with Leela and your and the, my brain just loves to be like, how am I, how is it, what, I why am I watching, I forget mm. fucking. Fancy Nancy On my birthday Mm -hmm. It's that great Jim Gavigan joke We've referenced many times Why am I doing dishes On my birthday Yeah And then he goes Why am I paying for sex On my birthday (laughs) Is the bit But you That's That's exactly What we do But what I hear You're saying Is like Peace Not necessarily Always ripping high
1: yeah ripping
0: high (laughs) like it's not always ripping high
1: that's right and the peace i think comes from accepting that the nature of reality is there's going to be suffering meaning i don't think it's helpful to and and both of us can get into this state to be like Well, I do all this spiritual work. I should be at peace right now while I'm being scratched to death by this three-year-old that I've been trapped in a house with for two weeks and I haven't been able to do any of my things. And, and it's, and then, so then you have the extra added shame of, well, then I'm not good because I'm not at peace and I can't just... I should be equanimous, And then that's like taking you further from equanimity because you're now you have the shame and the judgment that I'm not good. I must not be doing it right. And I think that's where our religious upbringing gets transferred into this spiritual life. Whereas like my therapist has been such a great job, uh, a voice of being like, that's a myth that we're supposed to be happy all the time. That's not how anything in nature works. Mm-hmm. Everything is moving, constantly changing, in different seasons, dying and being reborn. There's and growth we know doesn't happen while you're just totally sitting pretty. You know, yeah. yeah. So, so there is just this acceptance of of this is the the game we're doing. So let me just say this yeah, Tara read, Brock read the quote, quote because she talks about this better than I could. And she says right before this quote that I wrote down, she's, this is in her, um, her podcast. I'm trying to remember which... Well, actually, I'll have it right here. She has a great podcast where she gives talks and then she does meditations. And um, so this podcast episode was called Compassion. Nope, that's not it. I can't find it. Anyway, it's fine. (laughs) Listen to any one of her her podcast episodes and you'll get golden nuggets like this. Um, But right before she said this, she was like, we tend to see, we tend to label things like um, judgment and shame and greed and anger and sadness. Those are bad. And Compassion, connection, um, you know, in, inspiration, creativity, those are good. Mm-hmm. And then we just get caught, that's like a limited belief. Then we just get really caught in the aversion of those bad things and the grasping of the good things. And we kind of miss the whole point. She says it pervades this greater truth mm. of an awareness that can hold it all basically. Mm -hmm. So anyway, here's the quote. Every living form is designed to perceive itself as separate from the whole and to pursue survival energized by fear and wanting. Just that alone, like just looking, there's more, but just looking at it being like, right, we're designed to perceive I immediately
0: go to the the, the single-celled organisms, like, in the primordial ooze that, like, were designed to be separate and be driven by desire and fear. Yes. And that's how they evolved yes and grew and that's how we're here
1: right exactly so (laughs) if if it was just like
0: eco groovy
1: right exactly (laughs) then then we would have never gotten out of the primordial ooze yeah exactly so it's just helpful for me to be like all right we're designed this way it served a purpose and my fear which is my biggest sort of adversary (laughs) Is just energizing my survival. Mm. Like that's, I can't get that in in my head enough. Like that fear that feels so true. Sometimes it feels like the truest thing in the world. All that is is a mechanism for my survival. Mm. It's it's not actually telling the truth. It's biologically encoded in me so that I would keep living, keep existing. Mm. Um, So survival energized by fear and wanting through some form of fight, flight freeze. So not liking those parts of ourselves or judging that as bad is like saying reality shouldn't be this way. Mm -hmm. And then she says, even judging is an adverse reaction from our evolution, evolutionary past. So like, it's it just so simple of being like, if I am saying to myself, why can't I get it together? Why can't I be at peace and unfazed by life's waves? Then that's me saying reality is shouldn't be this way. Reality mm. is flawed fundamentally. And it's funny because when I read that to Lisa, she was like, Yeah. But sometimes I like do think that (laughs) it's like me too. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, that I'm just like, why is reality like this? This is so hard. But the truth is, is even if you think that it's like, but it is that way. So are you going to spend your life resisting it? Or are you going to trust that? Well, it's this way. So here we are. I can
0: I can hear Rupert's voice. I can't adequately because this is a question I would love to ask him, but and and hear him speak about. I'm sure he does on YouTube. Rupert Spira is who I'm talking about, but like it's the way that this dream operates. Mm-hmm. Meaning we're in a dream, we're in God's dream, or we are we are God having this dream, mm-hmm. or God is dreaming this, or it being is dreaming this. Mm-hmm. And when I hear about like the way reality works, it's, I think, again, I know this isn't really the conversation we're having because we're having a beautiful, like, sometimes you're just broken,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: And that's all right. Yeah. And that's okay. And I love that. And and also and,
1: you're not even broken. Like that's just, the... I just
0: mean your, your spirit feels broken. Sure. Like yeah. your will to kind of put on a smile yeah. or, or conceptualize or, what a sink beneath what's happening. Mm-hmm. But I, I do hear Rupert being like, it, what we're calling reality is like the lawful unfolding of phenomena, mm-hmm. like relationships, feelings, and sensations. Mm-hmm. And I do know that he would say, who is experiencing all of that? And by the way, so I'm starting to pull the nose of the plane up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know that's a, that's a judgment that my plane is crashing and I'm pulling it up. Mm-hmm. But I just mean like I'm I'm changing the altitude. The plane's not sure. going to crash. I, I'm just able to move it to a different altitude. Mm-hmm. And that altitude is more able now that Leela's at school mm-hmm. and we were... I also had press for the show, so I was getting up at five a.m. every morning for a long time, mm-hmm. and I, th- that's just rough when you then merge seamlessly into a, a full day of parenting, and yeah. you're just like, ah. um, blah blah. I, well, boohoo is kind of. I, I, whenever we complain, I'm like, guys, please know that we know that we, we have, have a very so privileged life. I'm just, yeah. I'm just sharing our experience because it's the only one we're having. Yeah. <laughs> um, but please don't think that we think, you know fill in the blank there but I am getting that's it's funny so what I was going to read and maybe I won't read it but it my reading in uh Rupert's uh the transparency of things this morning was all about um was sort of about this was about like when you feel a feeling instead of labeling it and and this is up your alley instead of labeling it like dread which is mm-hmm. what we love to do mm-hmm. or anxiety or or panic or trapped to use what i was feeling he's like instead of labeling it and then dealing with it Mm -hmm. which is what we do. Mm -hmm. So you have the feeling, the Mm -hmm. feeling reinforces your idea that you are a separate entity. Mm -hmm. I am Pete. I am not the whole, I am not the knowingness behind all things. I am Pete and Pete feels trapped. Mm -hmm. And then Pete, and by the way, this is so obvious. It almost isn't worth saying, but it's like Pete then goes, I need to get rid of this trapped feeling. Mm -hmm. So I am going to, In our case, leave this Airbnb a day early. Mm. (laughs) And as we're driving home, I'm just like getting happier. Mm -hmm. So there was this solution was outside of me. It was go home. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And that did help uh, temporarily. He's all about, at least in this chapter, he's talking about having the courage to face it. Meaning, like I'm not gonna fix it. I'm not even gonna label it. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be that witnessing presence, mm-hmm. that all presence.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Let he says it in this chapter. He goes, let consciousness deal with everything. Let yeah. let it deal with all of it. Yeah. And there's the feeling. I'm not even gonna name it. And I'm gonna. I'm not gonna try to get rid of it. I'm not gonna try to fix it. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna see it. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna. You can see it like in a dream sequence in a in a movie like mm-hmm. you you appear in like a matrixy sort or like a I'm thinking of Beverly Hill's Ninja where he's walking on the cloud, you're just walking on the cloud, and there is the feeling mm-hmm. and it looks like a the pound sign but it's purple and it's smoky and and that's mm-hmm. what you've been calling your dread, yeah, and instead of calling it anything, you just sink deeper and deeper with it, like yeah. you take it, you almost like hug it, and then you dissolve with it. Because as I'm talking to you this morning, I'm I'm not feeling the beauty in the trees. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling the beauty in the sky. So I'm not like what I would call happy or ripping high. Mm-hmm. But I am able to be like, this is what I love about Rupert and non-duality as a whole is even when I'm, whatever you want to call this, low mm-hmm. or sad or just a little bit, <laughs> like a jellyfish that 's like, "Can someone just wrap me in a blanket, please? Mm-hmm. I need a break. Mm-hmm. I need something i can I can still in that state, sink down and go like, Oh right
2: mm-hmm. it,
0: like it's all okay, like the real me is okay, mm-hmm. and even the reality we 're talking about that 's how it works sometimes you 're up, sometimes you're down, and that and we were single celled organism. But like the knowing behind all of those changing forms, all of those changing rules, now we breathe underwater, now we breathe air, now we walk mm-hmm. on two feet, mm-hmm. now we have wings and now we fly and now we're aliens and it's the future. The thing that doesn't change is the knowingness mm-hmm. that, is, that is the backdrop and the essence of all things. Mm-hmm. And I still do find comfort in that.
1: hmm sure. That's really aligned with everything with you know my my teachers are Jack Cornfield and Tara Brock and and I would consider my therapist one of my great teachers and all of them that's really aligned that idea of and that's why I said I'm it's always this balance of being like understanding that you do have some agency in your life to cultivate well-being mm. and knowing when it not getting stuck in the I have this feeling, this feeling is a problem. How do I fix it? That's Instead, what he's saying. Instead, yeah. just yeah. be... It. And there is like a, a balance. It's sort of like, okay, anxiety arises in my body. Okay, that's here. Um, And then I will go, okay, maybe I can go for a walk. Maybe I can call a friend. Maybe I can do these things. And sometimes then it's just still there. And then that's when I go all right, I clearly need to just drop down into being with this feeling. And what I would say, so I remembered the the name of the podcast episode that that quote is from because it's exactly the point that I want to make. Uh, that Tara Brock episode is called Loving Ourselves Into Healing. Mm. So the... What I would add to, Rupert, that is helpful for me and maybe people like me. So for for a lot of people like you, maybe that's enough. They mm. can just do that. Um, well,
0: I have something to add, but yes. So Meaning I'm me, not completely convinced of what I just said because go on.
1: So what I would add to it is actually labeling is a really great first practice. And studies have shown that... I'm trying, I'm so foggy. I'm trying to remember the exact details of this, and maybe I shared it on the podcast already. But there was something about, like, uh, they studied people's brains, and when they – I think it was kids even – and they showed different people having different emotions, and their brains – like, the fear response would – Um, light up with the like difficult, the the ones that were like showing anger and sadness or crying or whatever. Um, And then once they had the kids say what the emotion was, that fear response calmed down. So there is something about labeling where it creates space. So a lot of people need first to, we're so identified. So you have a fear response, anxiety We're so identified with that anxiety. We don't see where it stops and we Mm. begin. Mm. So by saying, oh, there's anxiety in my body, you instantly create a space between you and it.
0: This is freaking me out because this is what I do when I go to Target, Mm -hmm. but I I overdo it. It's something I'm always trying to stop doing so much as I go safe person, tall person, Mm. ugly person, Mm. beautiful person. Yeah. Whatever threatening person, and and obviously everybody with a brain knows that your mind can be a lot less nice or gentle than that. Like yeah. you're doing it constantly. Yeah, and so, it's to make myself. It's, it's it's partly because I'm afraid of reality. Yeah, so I label it. I overlabel it. Yeah. to calm myself down.
1: Yeah, it's the same instinct. It's just those ones might have judgments attached to it and this labeling you want to try to do without judgment and then and then judgment will inevitably arise and then you can just label that judgment but
0: isn't anxiety a judgment too you could call it like electric alertness, you know what I mean? Anxiety adrenaline, adrenaline, like,
1: yeah, I guess so. But, but I think that there's, there's a way of being like anxiety as that's the word for this feeling that I'm familiar with. Like, this is what I use for this feeling because then this is the point of part I'm trying to get to is the labeling is a great first step to create that space. And then you can, and this, I've done practices with Tara Brock, but also with um, Kim Ng, which is Eckhart Tolle's wife, where you label it, you feel it, and then you drop the label and then you just feel the sensation. And mm-hmm. it's like, you need to label it first to just scientifically integrate <clears throat> your left brain with your right brain. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: And create a space. And then once you've, you realize that you're not that feeling, then you can drop the label and just feel it. And I've had experiences, I can think of one in particular when I was like going through a like severe, not severe, but a, a lot of postpartum anxiety, um, where I was holding Leela, rocking her, and there were just so like huge waves of feelings coming up in my body and out. And I wasn't labeling them at all because I knew this was happening, uh, you know, almost all day, every day. So at that point, I had gotten so used to being with these feelings that I just knew that that feeling wasn't me and that it was going to pass. And so I just wasn't labeling it at all. And I remember noting, I actually don't know what this feeling is. Like, Mm. I don't, I, I, I could, I'm sure if I wanted to, I could have identified it. But I was like, I don't know if this is anxiety or anger or sadness or whatever. I know it's familiar, but it's just a sensation that's coming up and out. Mm. And, and that's where I think that's what Rupert's talking about. And that's what in my school of, of thought in my practice, um, I love to use rain, which I've talked about so much on the podcast, but that's, an acronym for dealing with difficult emotions you recognize it, allow investigate somatically and then nurture and then after that somatically meaning
0: in your body in your
1: body yeah and then after that um it's is what Tara Brock calls after the rain where you are just sitting in that pure awareness that was allowing all of that to happen love so what I would—the only thing I would add to what Rupert is doing, which I again I'm struck by how aligned it is with all of this—is a spirit of kindness. Like if you can just greet it all with kindness. It, I, yes, and maybe I, he I just am defensive him up. Of,
0: of Rupert because I love him so much. But he is, for a non-dualist, he's incredibly kind and very loving. Because mm-hmm. I. I won't be the first to admit, but I will be the second. It's usually you. And then I will also <laughs> admit that non-duality can be very masculine mm-hmm. and a little bit dead-eyed. <laughs> like, it's just like, nothing's happening, man. Like, <laughs> why are you getting so worked up? Here's, I loved everything he said. And by the way, Val, I'm here for every episode. And every time you say Rain, I'm like, please say mm. what it stands for again. Oh, please explain you. it again. Mm. Because... And I think that's how people listening, I imagine that's how they feel. Cause I'm listening too. I'm like, mm. I just need to hear it a million times. And then the million and one time mm-hmm. you actually start doing it. So two things, one, what really helps me when I'm overwhelmed is I, I, it's, I, and it happens involuntarily. I think I hear my thought, this is what they're talking about. Mm. Meaning, Rupert, Ramdas, Richard, Eckhart, Mm. all of Byron Katie, all of the teachers Mm
2: -hmm.
0: when I'm suffering and it's my birthday and I'm watching Fancy Nancy and there's not a chair that can accommodate me (laughs) and I'm like what is this a fat joke you know (laughs) what I mean you really feel like the house is saying you don't belong that's Uh, how I feel yeah and I start to you you're busting out of the barrel it's like i'm a wooden barrel and it's filled with this like kind of insulation this orange insulating foam and the foam just expands and starts busting out between the boards at the top the those rings of metal just ring mm. shoot off and <laughs> <laughs> i'm just filling busting at the seams with feeling thick mm. dense undeniable Anger is often how I feel in these situations mm-hmm. because I, I, I'm i not comfortable with my anger. Mm. So I, I don't have a lot of good, especially male examples of how to be appropriately uh, angry in, mm. in small doses. So I, I ward it off, I ward it off, I ward it off. And then eventually, suddenly, I'm the guy that's like really mad mm. about this, mm-hmm. th- that I'm... Two hours? I don't understand. Like, I, I, I hang out with Leela for two hours all the time, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And Fancy Nancy's a good show. You know, whatever it is. <laughs> but it was too much. I had put it, kept pushing it away, kept pushing away, and then it all showed up at once. Mm-hmm. So I'm the barrel with the orange goo. And then I, I, in moments like that, sometimes I can remember, this is what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. All of this work of, like, rain. Mm-hmm. Great. Makes sense. But then when the barrel is overflowing, and you go, Wait this is what they're talking about. Tara knows how this feels. Yeah. Jack knows how this feels. Eckhart knows how this feels. Right. Alan Watts knows how this feels. Ramdas knows how it feels. And you go, Oh, and now you feel like you belong to a lineage. Yes. To a species. And you know that they, they have compassion for themselves in those moments. And then, just the phrase, this is what they're talking about. And I, I don't want to sound too Tony Robbins, but it does remind me that those feelings are now an opportunity to apply. Mm-hmm. It's like in a Harry Potter story, someone gives him the some ring or some wand. And then when he's attacked and he thinks he's going to die, he remembers the wand. Yeah. And he yeah. goes, oh, right. Yes. The boon, the thing. Yeah. and And like Jack, I'm trying to shorten how long it takes the the barrel busts i feel it and i and I, we all know how that feels it's almost timeless you're just like this is me now, mm-hmm. now. <clears throat> this is how i feel mm-hmm. and this is how i'll always feel mm-hmm. and this is who i really am by the way i am ugly and angry mm-hmm. and ah, mm-hmm. and then you go oh this is what they're talking about yeah it's that little
1: <gasps> yeah
0: suddenly you're breathing oxygen again and it's wonderful yeah. what i what what i wanted to put to it before i give it back to you mama is um when Rupert is right and he's like just sink into yourself mm-hmm. and that's where peace is and that's where happiness is I'm like yes Right. Especially now sitting here with you, which I've been dying to do. I know. It's so nice. This is such a privilege to be (gasps) able to do this. An
1: uninterrupted conversation. We've had, yes. Pure luxury right
0: now. None of this. I know. And that's my thing is like, I'm like, I understand that and I can and I have and I will sink beneath my objective experience meaning the experience of the objects and the relationships and the feelings and the perceptions Mm -hmm. you can sink beneath that to the the place of knowing where you're made of peace and you're made of happiness yes right that does require some silence meaning Mm -hmm. do it sure uh lila wants milk Mm -hmm. Lila now wants water, which is weird. I just thought... now She She wants wants
1: it in a different cup. She wants it in a different (laughs)
0: cup. Now she's mad that I'm drinking water from my own cup. (laughs) And now she's hiding under the table... Because I was drinking water and now I have to find her. You know, like I'm, I don't even know where she is. Like it turns out she's under a table, but I can't find her. Yeah. And, and, and Leela just pooped and, and I know she didn't wipe. She said she wiped. I I can't believe that. I have to find. (laughs) What I'm saying is that can go on for hours. Mm -hmm. And if someone, if Leela takes a nap, yes, now I am able to into it Mm. right now into it it's great love it Mm -hmm. but i need a little i need a moment so what i'm saying is it's helpful to me to imagine all of my great teachers uh no matter their state uh, of enlightenment or whatever we want to say of liberation of of self-realization still this and hopefully rupert will do the podcast is like sometimes though like mm-hmm. I always think it's it's dark but I'm like how would these people do being tortured mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. that, that's a dark one but I'm like how would you do mm-hmm. like being locked in a box in the desert or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like is, is there a limit like mm-hmm. you you just want to know is there is there a limit yeah. to this like yeah. and and forget the, the darkness of that cuz tort- I hate torture I I I know everybody hates torture but I specifically like mm. if it's in a movie I'm just like fuck you mm-hmm. and I, I just don't watch it like um anyway Rupert with Leela, seeing that there's just times and I, he has a son so I'm like there's times when you might be able to get back to it but you might be looking at four or five hours mm-hmm. of constant, and by the way, everyone listening, my friend Ken listens to this podcast, he's a doctor, he knows yeah. that there's times at the hospital where it's just never stopping. Sure. And, and and a moment to just breathe is a luxury. Yeah. And a lot of people listening know what that's like. So. Yeah. I I feel like I'm drawing my own conclusion, meaning like even if you are self-realized, I have to imagine if I put you in a room with 75 goats, you know what I mean? And they all need to be fed and they're all going nuts. It's going to be hard to constantly be smiling or like, there's going to be a moment where Rupert would leave that room of goats or leave that room with Lila and just take a big breath and go like, ah, I really I needed to get away. Yeah. And that's okay. Well,
1: that's what I was going to say. I think the only difference is that maybe they are in the moment being like, I'm really suffering. Can I just be with this suffering? Meaning I don't need to change anything about it. This is, this is suffering. And here we are. And so in real time. Yeah. And or not, but either way afterwards, I think the difference is that they don't think that anything was wrong with that. There's no judgment on like, oh, man, I failed that test. I got to get back to the good. You're, I was you're bad. You're
0: always right when you point out that that's our Christian upbringing. That yeah. I'm like, I, it, you know what it really is? Is like if I died right now, I would go to hell because I'm a bad boy.
1: Yeah. It's like, like I, I did bad. Up. I'm doing bad. I, I am bad. Yeah.
0: It's also the bad side of my, I am how, uh, how I feel right now. Yes. Because if I'm feeling bad, I go, I am bad.
1: I am bad. Because especially, that's what I'm saying. We have to be so careful not to use these tools, which is that, like, that's what they are. I mean, sure, it, <clears throat> there's a belief that, like, that is true and, you know, non-dualism is what's true. That's the reality or whatever. But for this purpose, like, that's a tool. You're drawn to that because that's a tool to help Cope with suffering, and we want to make sure that that doesn't just become like now. I I am suffering because I'm not able to do it, and I'm right. bad because I didn't do it exactly.
0: I found this thing that literally I remember the first time I read the introduction to Meditations on I Am, which is like six seven pages, and it really summarizes Rupert's philosophy. And they're tiny pages; it's like a little mm. pocket book, like a mm. book for your back pocket. And I read it and we, we were on vacation and we we're sitting by a pool and I was just like, oh, my God, I got it. And then what my brain does is like, well, now we have this thing yeah. and we should therefore never, ever have two weeks of just feeling completely exhausted, broken and beside myself. Mm-hmm. And then it it sort of twisted. It uses it. To make it worse, when I feel bad, exactly because now like, you feel. I thought you saw the nature of the universe, and, and you're like, "Fuck off, man! Look, we're all allowed to to sometimes understand and experience the nature of the universe, yes. and sometimes just feel like a, a six foot six Lithuanian Irish boy."
1: That's right, and this is some. This is what I can picture. My beautiful therapist, Jennifer Murdaca saying cuz i say this kind of thing all the time and she'll she'll say in her sweet voice so can we just appreciate this the ebb and flow of this uh, like the nature of it is the forgetting and the remembering mm. that is it that's not the flaw that's what's happening that's what we're always doing that must be reality and our
2: mm.
1: our christian conditioning goes to well, good when you remember, bad when you forget. Try to not forget. Heaven when you you're remember, hell, hell when, when, you, when forget. you forget. Yeah. And instead of just being like sometimes the grass is green, sometimes it's brown. Yes. This is how
0: That's how it is. It all goes the Sometimes the is... flower is open and sometimes it's closed. It's
1: Sometimes you're inhaling, sometimes you're exhaling. Every single thing in nature, the tides are up, the tides are down. It's all How many examples do we need to see that it's all in and out, in and out?
0: You're in and out, burger. When you imagine (laughs) Jesus, or when I did, I imagined him in a good mood. It would have been so healing to see grumpy Jesus.
1: Well, he was really angry at that. There was some times where he's angry. What's the one where he turns the tables over?
0: metaphorically I'm just kidding <laughs> yeah wow jesus turns the tables yeah metaphorically speaking uh, <laughs> no in the temple with the tax collect the the money changers in the temple yeah some of the gospels have him crack it out a whip
1: really oh
0: yeah Indiana Jones style he whips people and in the book that i'm reading Iron John he there's two things that he that Robert Bly points to for jesus understanding the the alliance and and the and the necessity of of everyone's masculine sides Mm -hmm. see we could say specifically men but that gets complicated but like the need for masculine energy the need for our wildness yeah one is that he's baptized by a john a hairy john Mm. and this is when we knew about the story Iron John. And it predates the Gospels, oh, wow, that's
2: interesting.
0: so here he is being dunked by it's a like wild man. Inter-
2: it is, yeah. It really, and it
0: was right there in mm. front of us. That mm. there's this like wild, mostly naked man who ate locusts. By the way, fun fact: if you go to Israel, you can see locusts. They have them in certain parts of the country. Here, they look like those pea pods, those big pea pods that are black, mm. that are dry and black. Oh yeah, that uh-huh. fall from trees. Uh-huh. He was eating those and he was basically starting like a alternative lifestyle. I guess you could call it a cult. Like mm. it might seem like a cult to people. Mm. And he's in the desert and Jesus studied with him basically mm. and he was inducted into his uh self-realization by this wild hairy John. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. And then um he also references the the money changers and the temple and the need for that sort of, not the masculinity is always violent, but that need for like decisive, mm-hmm. like, no, nope, it's time, stuff. it's time to get wild. Like, yeah. it, it's not the time to be like, hey, you know, you guys desecrating this place. Mm-hmm. It would be like opening a Dave and Buster's inside of a church, which mm-hmm. as I say that, I'm like. I believe there is a church where there's a divine I know. <laughs> I know believe I mean? that too, yeah. King David and <laughs> Buster. Yeah. Uh, or
1: like a church in the Mall of America kind of
0: situation. Yeah, for sure. Because we've completely lost the idea that like church isn't Consu- like a, doesn't vibe with worshipping consumerism.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but we're like, what? <laughs> yeah, what? It's the same. It's America. It's America, yeah, um, exactly. Very uh, interesting Valerie, very good stuff.
1: I wanted to say, oh no, I lost it. Oh, that's why, like all of this. So going back a little bit, like the this is why for me, the and the reason why I'm drawn to the teachers that I'm drawn to and this practice is that <coughs> all of it is is just like the mindfulness definition that I work under and what I would say my practice is, is to try and be present with whatever arises and greet all of it with kindness. So that's mm. what we can do in those moments where you're really really caught up. I'm not able to be like I'm just the oneness. That doesn't help me in those moments. It does in other moments. Um but I am able to go I'm really suffering. Can I be kind towards the fact that I'm really suffering right now? Yeah. Just like
0: I could have a friend. Instead of like a, a drill instructor being like, come on, slog through that mud and get to the, the spider web wall. And, yeah. And, and, or
1: instead of the voice of like, you shouldn't be feeling this. You do, a, you meditate. You do a lot of practice. Yeah. Instead, <clears throat> it's just like, oh, buddy, this is hard. Yeah. And that's why like Thich Nhat Hanh, who like <laughs> is a, perfect mascot for like the smiling, you know, self-realized person. His recommendation is to say, darling, I care about the suffering hmm. to, to each other, but to yourself too. Yeah. It's, it's just greeting it that. all. And kindness is like an easy one to remember. So when we do get really caught up, it is really hard to remember all of our spiritual practices. But if I can just go, wait, can I be kind towards this? You're
0: nailing it. And
1: here's another benefit of it. Sometimes the answer is no. I can't find kindness towards this fear right now. I want it to go away. I hate it. Mm. And then I go, okay, well, what can I find kindness towards? I guess the fact, the willingness to try and be kindness, kind mm. towards it, or the the desire I wish I could be kind towards this fear. Mm, okay, mm-hmm. then I can be kind towards that. So it you can meet yourself wherever you're at. There's no there's no the I have way. to get to this Either point. Reese's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, so that I can feel the right way. And this is the last thing I mean, I was going to share it and then I wasn't and now it's it does seem apropos that on top of the on top of spaghetti, all covered in cheese. <laughs> um, yes. On top of the COVID and all of the things that we had to miss, the fun things we had to miss because of the COVID, and then being really tired and exhausted with Lila, I had a very—it's called a chemical pregnancy. It's when you have a miscarriage before five weeks, so it was really, really early. Um, but it was. I took a pregnancy test on Monday. We thought I was pregnant, which
0: was amazing.
1: It was it was an incredible moment. You
0: filmed it, and I I, I really it it felt like it was like one of the most genuine like. like, And I was so surprised. I
1: felt what what Pete's saying is: I filmed him, I filmed Lila giving him the positive pregnancy test, and his reaction was really beautiful. And we were blissed out. I mean, like that was like we just had like a moment where we were so blissed out yeah, and it was like, felt like this real sunny moment at like after being kind of in the slog of everything, which
0: is parenting in its essence, by the way, yeah. is we're like, Oh God, I, I don't know if I can do this. We're having another, <laughs> another one? one. Celebrate <laughs> good times.
1: Come home. Exactly. Um, and so for, about four days or three days or whatever we were just in that. I was I, I was really blissed out and really excited and just couldn't
0: Your your physicality changed yeah. and your your it's like your skin changed and your eyes changed. Yeah. And it was such a no, I I hope I'm not No, I love I
1: love it. I I it's it just it is it is sweet and it is really sad. Yes. And so then I started bleeding and then yesterday I may, I took a pregnancy test. I took two and, and it was negative and called my doctor and found out that it was this thing. So yesterday was such a sad day. I was, I just wanted, I was like the, it felt like the only thing to do was to cry all day. I just wanted, it wasn't like I wanted to cry, but like I just needed, I was like in a steady Form of kind of weeping all day, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um still we were home with Leela so sh- so it was like I get this negative pregnancy test, and I, w- I need to like just go somewhere and cry. But instead, Leela's like, "I want milk. I need breakfast. I want. I don't want this breakfast. I want oatmeal. I want." Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. "Why do I have to?" And then at one point, uh, had- you've heard this yeah. is the third time you've heard me say this, but it just felt like such a perfect moment. Like I had finally, I was doing all these things for her crying in the kitchen while I'm making her breakfast. And then I sit, I finally get to sit down and she, she throws a half eaten strawberry at my face and says, eat it. And I was just like, I need somebody to take care of me right now. I don't need to be bullied and taking care of this person. But anyway, um, but then also she provided a lot of joyful moments yesterday and truly, the times that she was snuggling me, it felt like my body was healing from yeah. that snuggle. So. We were saying
0: that it, as as hard as it was, it was e- it was be- made easier, easier by having Leela because yeah, it's like that thing like um, fear can't exist while you're feeling grateful. Yeah, or I would say the same thing about like. Potentially that type of despair or yeah. that, that sadness or whatever. Yeah. When you're with Leela, you're just like...
1: I'm so in love. Yeah, like, yeah. So that, that was a gift. Yeah, that was a gift. Um, but I'm so but,
0: sorry, Valerie. Obviously, this, this by the way, at this whole time we've been talking about like, why am I even today just clamped? And I've said yeah. this a million, but I'm going to say it one more time. Whenever I'm watching a show like The Sopranos or Mad Men... I love these shows that circle around for the most part one one man uh, it can be a woman but like one character mm-hmm. and you get to just track how they're feeling and you know why they feel the way they feel but yeah. they don't know why they feel the way they feel so yeah. Tony on The Sopranos is always having panic attacks yeah. and then he goes to therapy and he's like I don't know and you're like yeah, you that murdered. morning you murdered someone yeah. or, or whatever it is or yeah. that morning like Remember you you saw the picture of your father or whatever it might be. Yeah, and during this conversation, I'm like, that was obviously really hard for me as well, yeah. but your boy <laughs> it's not in front of me. Mm-hmm. like it it happens, and there's a real let's not even call it masculine or feminine, but there's a real like that has happened. It's fatalist. It's like that happened.
1: So we're moving And now
0: we move on. Yeah. Not, and I certainly don't say that to you, but that's how I feel inside. Yeah. But then you're like, it's a Magnolia. You might be done with the past, but the past isn't done with you. Like you think, you think you can just come back here and noodle with a script. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, in a much less, lesser extent, People kept asking me about the the premiere of the show. And they're like, are you nervous? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, or excited. And I was like, I don't feel anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I feel good. Mm -hmm. I guess you could say I feel excited. But I'm not like, "Ah." and it's like, no, Pete, if everyone is asking, are you freaking out? That you have a show premiering and millions of people are going to watch it or see it. Mm -hmm. Uh, how's that feel? And you're just like, what? Mm. They're right. And you're wrong in the same way that anyone watching this show. I'm sorry. I don't mean to take away from this, this moment. Anyone watching would be like dummy to me that this chemical pregnancy
1: Mm -hmm.
0: uh, experience took a toll and is continuing to take a toll.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, that's what, why I wanted to bring it up was I actually, my big takeaway was, I, f- I feel pretty good about how I handled it, which was, I told you yesterday, I was like, my one goal of today, and you know, and my one goal of, pro- of this experience is to just allow myself to feel as sad as I feel. And to not try to distract myself, or I can, I can try to distract myself, but then to return back to it. Because mm. sometimes you do need to take a little break.
0: And watch Jack and Jill.
1: Yeah. We and watched
0: I, Jack and Jill, 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, the, 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 you know where the other 97% went? In, in our, our hearts.
1: In our hearts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because that movie's a 97% to We me. loved it.
0: It was so fun.
1: But I did, and I'm, and I, I'm you know, I know grief comes in, in waves and I really experienced that yesterday and I might get more waves today, but I, I really feel like I felt, I allowed myself to feel the bigness of how sad it was. And, and like that felt productive. Like, Mm. so this is the big takeaway was what, what I was going to say is I would love to be able to get to the point where I can have the same relationship with the other difficult emotions as I do with my sadness Mm. because I am able to be with my sadness. It's kind of the only difficult emotion that I can do that with like all these things that I preach and talk about on the podcast. I really can't do it with my fear. I really have a hard time doing it with my anger. But my sadness for me, it's like, there's a sweet, I can get in touch with the sweetness of it. I can, it's so, it's so easy to access compassion for sadness for me. Cause mm. I'm like, oh yeah.
0: Poor baby. Poor
1: baby. This is so sad. As opposed
0: to fear where you're like, no, we got to get out of here. Yeah. Or whatever it and is.
1: fear just possesses my mind instantly. So I'm like, well, this is true. And I don't know what's real. Like, and I need to get, you know, like I need to get out of here. And like you said, um sadness I'm able to keep a perspective it's like that Dane Cook bit of like I did my best when he talks yeah. about just having a really good cry that's yeah, a great bit are or like who, does he have the He's throwing a- up one who has the throwing up like he- I'm throwing up right now
0: he has both of those, those
1: bits. Are, and that's... He's how- like,
0: isn't there part of you when you're throwing up that's like, this is awesome? I'm, yeah. He goes, I'm a puke-breathing dragon.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's like kind of keeping one foot out in the no, observer. I've I,
0: I thought both of those bits when you're crying and yet you're kind of like, don't you kind of like that you're crying? Yeah. And you're puking and you're like, don't you kind of think it's awesome? Like, because something is happening.
1: Something's happening and I, you, you're observing like, wow, yeah, this yeah. is really life this is really this is really significant and it's really sad and you're having the appropriate reaction you're letting it out I think the fact that there's crying that goes along with sadness that feels fantastic because you're like you have this really crazy buildup of emotion yeah. and there is a visceral response that will, be productive, it will help you let it go. Talk about
0: the DMT dimension, someone explaining that to you like that feeling, yeah, will actually come out of your eyes,
1: yes, exactly, and
0: your nose.
1: And yeah, and with fear and anger, I guess you could cry for those too. Fear, it's like it's almost like if we had the same social acceptance of like sh- trembling, it's like because that's what other animals do, and that's I'm sure what we were meant to do with fear, if we were allowing ourselves to be like, Oh, I'm so anxious. I'm just going to like, let myself shake. That would be the same good feeling as crying. Yeah. But I feel like if I let myself do that, I would be like, I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> I'm shaking. Yeah. You know? That's very interesting. Um, yeah. But we just, anyway, so I, I really feel, I I feel like I was able to really allow it and process it mm. and feel it so much yesterday that, Today, even though there is, so, like, a lot of sadness, I'm moving towards excitement to try and get pregnant again and to do it again.
0: Doing um, it. <laughs> doing <Sorry>. it. <laughs>
1: um, and I would love to be able to remember, at least use my sadness as reference, so the next time that I feel deep fear and terror, like I can feel, to go, okay, this is just the same as if you're feeling sadness. Just yeah. allow it to come up and out, and it's just stickier. My brain grabs onto Oops. it a little no, bit easier. Sorry, everybody. Um, so yeah. That's, sorry, sorry, that's I yelled correct. doing
0: it. I was just trying to keep it light. I, 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 I just want to honor you, and what is this church? I just want to bear witness. But I do. I see you, Mama. and and we've been gentle with each other in mm-hmm. Tiknat Hanish
1: mm-hmm. and a
0: lot of weighted blankets and, and you've got the hot water bottle and it's really in my
1: pants right now. <laughs> it's
0: really beautiful to see you taking care of yourself. And, Thank you. and I'm trying like, this is vulnerable, but I remember you told me and well, two things, the first time you were bleeding, I said, I think I remember that from the last time. Mm. And then you were like, Well, which again, feels very husband and wife. Yeah. Like you're like, oh no, I'm bleeding. Something's wrong. Mm -hmm. And I go, I think I remember that last time. It's Mm -hmm. almost based on absolutely nothing.
1: I think what it was based on was last month when I was waiting to find out if I was pregnant, I started bleeding and I was like, well, I know you can kind of bleed from implantation.
0: Yeah, but that might have been it.
1: But I knew it wasn't that because it was too late. But, but it's yes.
0: even it's even looser than that, I think. that's That's kind. It might have been that. I think I'm just like, what I do coping with the complexity of life, because it is fucking nuts out here.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: nuts in here. It's nuts out there. Everybody just... You're not alone. Mm -hmm. We're all seeing it. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's neck and (laughs) futs.
0: It's neck and futs. And one of the things I'm doing is I'm saying, I can see the potential of a reality where it's normal to bleed, even though your pregnancy is fine. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: that, that to me feels very dad energy just for Mm -hmm. me, just for me and my dad. It also
1: is true. I think. It is true. It's
0: yeah. And it's, but it is me saying, look, of all the million ways any million things could go. Yeah. I'm saying this is one of them and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm offering it as comfort to you and to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is it delusional? Yeah, it's, I, I think it's literally I'm deluding myself. <laughs> I'm obscuring the other options mm-hmm. because it doesn't serve us for me to be like, this isn't right. Yeah. Uh, right. If I thought going to the hospital would help or something like, then yeah, maybe that's a good time to go into your, let your fear motivate you. Mm-hmm. But I was like, uh, it doesn't seem that way. I seem to remember that last time. Just kinda of baloney. Just mm-hmm. kinda of good baloney. Yeah. Bologna sandwich as a kid. But good baloney. Mm-hmm. Not just not a lie, just like baloney. Yeah. And then you were like, maybe I'll go to the doctor and then I do an impression of it's actually our pediatrician, it's Dr. Ayer, and I I go like <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, vaginal bleeding at this point in the pregnancy is actually quite normal. Uh, it's often a sign that the implantation is, has taken root and it actually can be considered a good sign. And I'll just kind of do that for you. like, And I I do that for myself. Like mm-hmm. actually twitching in the left eye can actually be quite normal. It actually means that the eye is repairing itself. And the eyelid is just doing its part to offer a little bit of extra protection, if that makes sense. It's something that we call antichinosis. I wish you guys can, knew how, how accurate good, this that, that impression is quite good.
1: Yeah, Yeah. isn't that so nice? Don't you want that person to be your
0: child's doctor? It's a great voice. She's the best. She is great. (laughs) Anyway, I I just and then when you told me, of course, first things first. I am not a robot. Was hugs and tears and Mm -hmm. and holding, Mm -hmm. and then I I I didn't even give the command. Again, at least we didn't tell anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's what you said. Yeah,
0: because your mom is coming, and like Mm -hmm. there there was this excitement to sort of. Tell my you, mom. you want to share, you want to share it even though you wouldn't tell mm-hmm. you wouldn't like Instagram it until it passed a certain point. Mm-hmm. But like you can tell your family
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and that hyper practicality is I don't know. I'm really getting a a, a sense of myself. Mm-hmm. and I really do write it down when I when I figure myself out and and there is this like it's it's dad energy. It's mm-hmm. like well, let's try and find a positive like at, at least mm-hmm. we didn't tell your mom mm-hmm. but i i was immediately embarrassed as i said it. i was I like well, what, do, what are you doing <laughs> but i'm doing
1: it didn't offend me it just is it's just i know i, I know i, know. What's oh, going I, on I is...
0: feel very safe obviously one of our jokes is are you afraid of me like if yeah. i'm overly like and i didn't mean it she's like <laughs> are you afraid of me and, and then we laugh but like i remember sitting at this desk and Getting the call that HBO's Crashers was canceled and, and immediately my brain goes to the positive, like to some reason. To
1: like save it. Yeah.
0: Why that's what you, not only is it the good thing, it's what what you wanted. Yeah. I actually, there is, there's There's a huge
1: huge part of that and there's a a
0: huge amount of truth. It wasn't just complete baloney. Yeah. yeah. But if we, if I had gotten the call that was like, you are doing a fourth season, Mm. I would have it's like that the bridge that I had built of what to feel if we don't would have immediately just burnt yeah. and I would have never thought of it again. And I would just have gone over the season four bridge. Yeah. And if anyone ever asked me, did you ever think it was done and that would have been okay after three, I'd been like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Mm. And we're back to where we started because that's not what's happening. Yeah. I'm just finding a way to frame how i love what's happening
1: yeah right and it is i feel like there is a strength to it it's certainly it is nice to have that a lot of the time in a partner the obviously the the only downside or thing to look out for is that you aren't actually just overriding whatever your body needs to process about it
0: like what is well that's that's exactly The issue that I'm dealing with Mm -hmm. because I'm noticing that I'm stuffing, like anger, Mm -hmm. certain feelings down and then they explode. Explosions for me. I, I say this because I'm so uncomfortable with anger and I don't want anyone thinking I get angry, yeah. even though that, that would be okay. I'm saying to myself, you, you, yeah. It, there's appropriate times I to think, express anger. I think anger. you are a
1: very good example of a healthy expression of anger.
0: I am good at venting and I'm good at going like, look, let's just, uh, lean into what mm-hmm. I'm not enjoying and talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes the ugly rage, the rage that feels like scary, alcoholic father, the mm-hmm. archetype um, Is very uncomfortable. And I, I'm trying to get better at dealing with it in little chicken nuggets instead mm-hmm. of letting the entire gnarly, nasty chicken with razor claw feet come in yeah. and really trash me yeah. for a couple hours where I'm like, I'm in the upside down. Like mm-hmm. everything sucks, except you and Leela. Mm-hmm. There's absolute exceptions. And I'm, I'm very proud that you guys are in this crystalline, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, fortress of solitude
1: yeah we but are.
0: everything else sucks mm-hmm. everything sucks
1: because it's built up to and my rage is against like, life yes. <laughs> yes and it's
0: like oh we're we're at the helm now mm-hmm. it's like a pirate ship and he's at the big wheel mm-hmm. and he goes everything sucks fuck this Airbnb mm. completely unreasonable. Mm-hmm. Fuck these pants. I hate my pants. I hate the these. Oh God, everything I'm wearing, everything I'm eating it sucks that we have to eat. It sucks mm-hmm. that we have to shed. Like mm. I just hate everything. I'm really, I'm glad we're talking about it. Cause I'd like to report on my progress as I'm just trying to be like, let's, let's do a little bit of both. Be the knowing, be the mm-hmm. peace, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and be it's okay to look at what's positive about things, but like I'd like to just be like, if you're pissed about something or or here's a good example. I know it's silly, but it's lighter than what than what we were talking about, so it's easier to, to talk about. yeah is like Pete, you have said over and over that how we roll is like a magical shooting it is like a magical summer camp exactly what you want to be doing Mm
2: -hmm. just
0: joyful human connection Mm -hmm. playing around laughing smiling completely capable of being present Mm -hmm. being compassionate being alive being aware during my lunch that's when i would read my rupert and then meditate i just love it Mm -hmm. i love it so much and right now the the number of people that watch it determine whether or not I get to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. You think you might be a little tense?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like that is exactly what I'm talking about. Everything that was modeled for me, and I'm not mad at it. This isn't me pointing fingers. But what my father modeled was like, put it out of your brain. There's nothing you can do. And that is Mm -hmm. true to a certain extent. The extent that it's not useful is all of that anxiety and panic Mm -hmm. and actually there is anger in there there's anger that i'm not in control Mm -hmm. there's anger that i can't just choose it and say Mm -hmm. i want to do that more like something else something multifaceted millions and millions and sides and permutations it's a it's a dice with a billion sides is rolling right now mm. and it decides my life
2: mm-hmm. and
0: that makes me mad and mm-hmm. it makes me scared and it makes me sad and it makes me feel like a child mm-hmm. all of these bad things are happening and and just talking about it now is, is helping me yeah. instead of going around and saying in interviews and stuff like oh, no, oh, no. I, I I'd like to get better at just being like yeah, this is tense. I love this show. I want to keep doing this show. Yeah. And it is not in my control. And as we know about tiny furniture, I like feeling in control. I want the mm-hmm. shower as hot as I want it. I want the chair as big as I want it. I want the bed to be long enough for my butt. Like I want control and it's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. The the primordial ooze single cell organism wanted to breathe air, you yeah. know, and and that drive isn't an error, to bring it back to your, the quote that you read.
1: Yes, exactly. Uh, Tara Brock has a great question to ask yourself when so many of us, like again, are, are disconnected from our bodies. So then we're just in the reality of whatever our brain is. And in that moment, it's like your brain wants to not feel nervous. So it's saying, well, we're not nervous. And like the body has a whole other different story. Maybe it is nervous, but it's not getting to have it say like, no, mm. no, thank you. The brain is mm. cutting it off. Um, so, so often when we sit to be with our bodies or to check in, how am I feeling? We feel numb or we it's hard to like, to actually reconnect with that. Yeah. And Tara Brock, recommend saying, asking, what am I unwilling to feel?
0: Well, I, I love that. And in terms of your chemical romance, your, your chemical pregnancy, (laughs) what I'm not willing to feel is the utter, the seemingly random coldness Mm. of the universe, Mm. the opposite of an enchanted, purposeful, Mm. tracked out. Mm -hmm. And look, I believe I believe in both things happening at once. I, I believe that chaos and what we perceive as as coldness and, and tragedies and losses and stuff is is actually are the dark tiles in the mosaic that mm-hmm. when we zoom out, it is this gorgeous symphony that we would never change. I believe that. Yeah. But when you're on one of those tiles, yeah. sometimes you just go like... But wait, yeah. My mommy told me I was special. Mm. That that's what it feels mm-hmm. like, and 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 you don't wanna you don't wanna face. I'm realizing as we're talking about this, like
2: mm-hmm.
0: I am unwilling to face it, and I'm glad we're talking. Like
2: yeah.
0: it's. I think it's harder on me than I admitted because yeah. I just go right to. Well, that joy we felt, we'll feel it again mm. when we get pregnant again. But like, I'm like, wait,
1: yeah, you're it didn't over.
0: It, di- it's not so much that it didn't work. It's like something sad happened. happened. Yeah, control was lost. There was blood. There mm-hmm. was tears. My favorite person mm. was crying all day. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my experience. I, I just say it's yeah, I for know, you to yeah. save face. It's not you weren't like whatever. Yeah, it, it would have been fine if you were, but you were kind of gently weeping like my guitar
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the couch, and and that's that's heavy. Mm-hmm. That's heavy.
1: Mm-hmm. It's really heavy, and I both of us are. We are the same in the. I want to package everything up in a nice bow. I Like, I'm okay with suffering as long as I can turn it into a beautiful story where at the end yeah, there's redemption. Right.
0: Uh, talk to me six weeks after I suffered so I can tell you about the lesson.
1: Yeah. And, and that
0: led to me getting this thing or whatever.
1: Right. And that's exactly what my therapist is always pointing out, is like, I do have this desire to to wrap it all up in a bow to and it's another way of trying to control it whereas of course there are there are sadnesses and sufferings that will seem pointless and chaotic and meaningless potentially for the rest of our lives they might never make sense Right and and can we be okay with that and this morning I had my moment of kind of facing that where I was remembering all the meaning I was making around the pregnancy where I was like 28 is my number I kept as I was waiting to find out if I was pregnant or I would get worried about it I kept seeing 28s and it felt like the that was the universe or the divine saying like just trust just trust every time I see a 28 it feels like a little kiss on my cheek from the divine and then I found out that I was pregnant on the 28th Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and so and then there was like, we were also staying at an Airbnb where we're, there was the Mother Mary statue and I brought, I had brought my Mother Mary oracle cards and I pulled a card that was like the uh, Our Lady of Answered Prayers on the day I was pregnant. Like there were all these beautiful meanings. We had had such an amazing celebration of it where I was like, remember I said... What's It's amazing. I'm not even worried. Mm. I just feel like pure joy. Mm. And it's so, of course, so sad to think of now. And as like, there was something about today, where it hit me like, I was making all those meanings, but wait, this is now just like, meaningless suffering. Like, why? What? does it take away from all those things? I thought there was order where maybe there is none. That was kind of the feeling. And, and I just was like, okay, <laughs> I think it's both. I mm. think th- I, I, that's where like trust comes in, where mm. you have to go, Leela has no idea why she can't have ice cream every day that seems like absurd chaotic cruelty to her Mm -hmm. that we only let her have this thing once a week. Mm -hmm. And I just have to trust in something bigger than myself, that there's a whole picture that I'm not seeing. Mm. And, and like, Sometimes I can, and sometimes I can't trust it. And even that is like, all right, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's part of it, you know?
0: Sorry, Mama, my my, my cold plunge timer for some reason is going off.
1: That's okay, but that goes really perfectly with the poem I was going to read. So I'll cue up the music. I can do it. Pete does it all the time, but I can cue up music. I know how to go to fucking music app. (laughs) Back. non-descript music app. If I go here is that can I search the, the song? Go where? Go to this music app instead of instead the one of that doesn't pay their
0: artists. Hilarious. <laughs> um yeah, I think so.
1: Okay, let's see.
0: We have Apple Music. Yes. Okay, search.
1: Gymnopedie?
0: Oh, you want on Gymnopedie?
1: Well, I was going to read the poem, but did you have more to say?
0: No, other than I love you so much and I'm, I'm glad, geez, man, this podcast is, it's stupid to call it a podcast (laughs) because if we hadn't checked in like this, Mm. um, yeah, I really got into, I got in touch with my grief. Mm. That's a podcast. (laughs) You know know. what I mean? Like what a silly.
1: Happening in real time. What a
0: minimizing. Okay. It doesn't just, feel like enough To to say we, we do a podcast Yeah Come on
1: I'm sorry, just go to the other the one The
0: internet is sucking I think it's going to suck no there. matter what we do
1: Well, we don't need the music, we got it It's a short poem anyway But this is one that I've been going back to A lot during this Crazy Time in our lives Oh, I found it And I also just lost the poem Because the internet sucks
0: You were having like, I just today was like, we should buy DVDs of Bluey because what are we gonna do when when this happens? Like the internet just starts. That's how
1: heavily we rely on TV. I
0: know. Oh no. (laughs) Okay, come on.
1: See, you know we're just we're not total goop.
0: We're doing the best we can.
1: Oh yeah. No. I'm I don't, I don't think anyone myself, thinks we're goop. <laughs> I don't think anybody's thinking we're goop over here.
0: Well, I love you, Valerie. And I, love and you. I think a lot of people are sending you love and support and Yes. Um, and
1: I just wanna say I'm also sending love and support to anybody who's gone through this, especially I know how it feels weird to use this word, but I know how lucky we are that it happened so early. I can't even imagine. Yeah. My mom went through a miscarriage at five months. Like I can't, I just have a friend who went through it at 12 weeks. Like I, I, I actually did take comfort in knowing like they're so I'm in this web of women in present past, present and future that have gone through this. And, um, I hope that, this isn't triggering to anybody who's gone through it, but feels supportive that like, yeah, it's, it just is sad and it is hard and, and you're not alone. That's the main thing. And I wish that I could, I I really had this feeling yesterday while I was crying. I wish I could go to every woman that this has ever happened to and wrap them in a blanket and, Just, like, give them a hot water bottle and hold them. (laughs) Thank God for hot water bottles. Okay. Mine is really making me look like I have... What is this? A a fupa?
0: I you look pregnant.
1: Oh, yeah, it does. But, no, it's like... What is the word for, like, a front body? A front... A front butt? butt? A front butt. Anyway. All right. So this is a poem from Rumi that I had never heard before, and it came perfectly at the perfect time if God said Rumi pay homage to everything that has helped you enter my arms there would be not one experience of my life not one thought not one feeling nor any act I would not bow to
0: beautiful yeah I was pointing my mic at the music (laughs) Thank you, Blue, for these mics. These are great.
1: Yeah. And thank you,
0: Mama, for, for sharing. I think yeah. you were like, I don't know if I should share. And I was like, and, and you said, I did not say, you said I think it would be more potentially helpful to share. And
1: Yeah, it seems like there's any time we're just raw and vulnerable about the things that we're going through, It it seems to benefit others yeah. just in general with life.
0: That's right. <laughs> That's right.
1: Uh, all right, everybody. Well, I hope you're just out there keeping it crispy.
0: No, no, it's a pledge, you say.
1: <laughs> okay, do you pledge to <laughs> keep it crispy?
0: I didn't mean to say pledge.
1: <laughs> 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 we we, don't, we can't
0: end with keeping it crispy. It has to be keep it crispy. Oh
1: my God, what will happen?
0: <sighs> all right, you want to see that I'm okay ending it with that? You got it. You got it. No, no,
1: keep it (laughs) crispy.